0: Happy that you could join us on the Show Means 2 podcast this morning, James Pethakukis. Did I say that right?
1: Oh, perfect.
0: You're a fellow with AEI, I'm sure, among a number of other things. And you certainly write about all kinds of interesting and broad economic policy issues. But today, we wanted you to come on and talk to us about one very narrow, specific thing, which is the, the newest thing out there this enhanced artificial intelligence platforms like ChatGBT and what it means for the downfall of all mankind
1: <laughs> well i i think uh i i think one answer is in the name uh the gpt part which is general uh, it's general purpose technology uh and those are technologies that can be used in lots of different areas it's not it's not i mean uh an economist would say some classic big general purpose, purpose technologies were things like electrification that was a general purpose technology or the combustion engine or the microchip they can be used everywhere and they have significant changes on how we live and how we work so what chat gpt it's a it's a it's a chat bot but i I don't think that really captures uh what it can do it is it, it is a machine learning bit of software that is trained on other things, uh, the internet, uh, I think recently it was, chained, it was uh, trained on data up to 2021. So like, at least unless there's been an update, like it didn't really know who the head of Twitter was because it had not been, had not really trained been tra- on trained on yeah. that yet. And I, uh, I I find it, especially with these new technologies, you ha- as you may find out, you really have to use them to sort of get them yeah and uh so I I like you. I, I've been using um chat GPT and I see I see both you know the promise uh, of using it and which I think it it is a it is a kind of search for knowledge engine, especially which is helpful, especially if you already know a little something about it right because then you can as you said sometimes it can like lead you down a path. Right. Uh, I would, not, but there are there are wrong answers. Like my biography is everywhere on the internet. The internet, and when I asked it to write a two hundred word biography, it got everything right except where I went to college, which oh. is you know, <laughs> which you would think that would be like the easiest thing. And of course, there's going to be future iterations. Um, so I I think as far as, and like I've had it I explained some things. Like I had it explained, um, sort of, you know the industrial revolution or some narrow economic term, like total factor productivity. And if I had given that assignment, if this was the, if I was a teacher and a, you know, just a regular econ class and a high schooler giving me the answer back, I would have said, I would have said, that's not a bad first start. I mean, I I don't think it's not completely right, but I think you're directionally uh, going in the right place. And sometimes it gives very good answers. And as you know, sometimes it'll give some silly answers. So, I think that possibility, uh, I think as, and again, we don't know exactly. Here's the thing, because you mentioned, you know, like, you know, people fear it. It's very easy, and we've sort of been trained, I think, by our culture in many ways to, to be very good at figuring out how things can go wrong. Right. What are the downsides? Right. The upsides aren't necessarily as obvious, nor do we focus on them. So I refuse to have my first instinct be, "Oh my gosh, all kids will cheat. It will put all, you know, all writers out of business, and it is one step away from super intelligent AI that will, of course, take over the missile systems and kill us."
0: So, so I, I started this from such a convoluted point of view here, but basically, I gave you, gave you got a search engine. Answer where you say, you know, you can put something into a Google search engine and it'll give you back everything it can find on the internet. But this is different where you have a conversation with the bot where you say, can you write a letter for me about this and that? Or could you take this letter I've written and make it sound smarter? And the fear for lots of folks is that, and then it uses everything it knows from the internet and everything's been trained on every language. It kind of reminded me when I first used it, I guess I'm dating myself here, of C-3PO. Like you can ask it any question and it uses intelligence to answer you, not just spitting back what's on the internet um and in those cases it's helpful but i guess people now think that a lot of the knowledge economy jobs we had it right in op-ed just for fun folks have had it you know write basic high school or college papers um and the the thinking is that it's going to replace all these people and that has been going on since the beginning of time we don't want cars so it's going to replace the people you know the horse and cabs like we don't want trains they're going to replace the car like this has been going from the beginning of time we we need to stop this new technology because it's going to eliminate all the people in the existing old technology and that really has never come to pass yeah
1: uh, I, I like to say can you give me like 48 hours? Can you <laughs> give me 48 hours to like find out about this technology, deal with it, be enthusiastic about it yeah. before we start talking about mass technological employment. And, and, and before I just, before I get to that, what, one interesting thing is you can ask it to give you the answer, but give me the answer. Uh, so a middle schooler would understand it or yeah. give me this answer as if uh, it was Winston Churchill explaining it to me. I, and that, that sort of, which kind of leads me to the question, uh, into, in, into your question, which is, uh, any technology, if it's significant, will, will change things. And, and instead of thinking of, uh, of jobs, it will, uh, it will change tasks. It may change. It may change some jobs. It may change, Part of jobs. If I was going to have to write a, an op-ed, maybe I uh, run. Maybe I run it by Chat GPT first. Maybe maybe get some things right, some things wrong. Maybe it'll f- grab a couple things I forgot about. Maybe it'll just give me a a good structure and save me twenty minutes. All those different things. And already there are. And this is this is the same with some of these um, uh, text to image generators like Dolly or Midjourney, which you can find on Discord, in which. There are already advertisements for people who can create good prompts, and uh, I I don't know if you've used any of the uh, image image generators, but that's a skill. Like yeah. you, that is a real skill to come up with a, a an image, a good image that kind of meets your. Sp- I mean, I've might I use very simple, very simple ones, like you know, uh, give me Hugh Jackman but it's Superman or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but th- there are some people I see the search terms. There'll be line after line of very specific search terms that may that may deal with the kind of fabric they they want to see yeah. a character in their image creating or the or they want it shot with a particular lens as if it were a real camera, almost an infinite you know variety so that might be a new job coming up with prompts for chat yeah. GPT or the next iteration or the Google version Cause Google has one, which they have not really released to the public though. Some right. journalists have had a shot. So it will create jobs. And again, what jobs will it create? I don't know. I mean, it was very easy to see how a tractor would replace a horse. Yes. Not so easy to see what a hundred years of progress will create. And even I'll tell you, even, uh, you know, even the internet, which was which wasn't that long ago, not always obvious. You right. know, all the various manifestations that would happen. So very easy, tough to predict what people will think of. Very easy to predict, uh, or to or to imagine rather how things might go terribly wrong. Yeah, I think we've been trained to think about that, and I will say that I think generally the media coverage of this, and while there certainly have been. Technological unemployment stories. I think basically it's been about as consistently positive as I've seen for a long time. And I think that's just because the coolness factor yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, 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 was... is, is is pretty high and that we could actually use it and be like, oh, it's and it probably is already helping us, including journalists.
0: That's right. Um, I think that there are some school districts that want to ban it rather than embracing it, right? To say, well, this should increase productivity, number one, in the economy. Because if I'm able to come up with a prompt that gets me to the image I want in three minutes instead of 30 minutes, doesn't that improve my productivity? Shouldn't that overall improve productivity? The same is true, uh, you know, uh, Internet searches. I hate to say Google searches, but they're all Google searches, Google Maps, all of that. That all improves productivity because it allows us to do the other things faster to get more done, right? It, it does. I mean, and, and I mean just to focus
1: on school. uh, one, I think by not letting, by not letting kids use these and learn about them, you're kind of, you're kind of hurting them because th- these are new technologies that will be part of their lives going forward. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think it's okay if education is not stuck in Amber and it has to adjust. <laughs> yeah. I mean, will it, will it be easier, uh, to, to churn out a 250 word paper? Sure. Uh. I'm not sure that helps a kid on a test in a classroom. Uh, yes. I think, I think, so maybe, you know, maybe it maybe it'll, what I, maybe it'll end up being like the, fir- more like a, f- a first year of law school where there's a lot where there, you know, you're not writing many papers, but what you're doing is write, filling out answers, long answers in blue books.
0: That's what I was going to say. I think right. it's, it could be the return of the blue book. I don't yeah. think it will be. I, I yeah, don't think I don't, that that's a that's positive fine. development, but <laughs> it could be the return of the blue book.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I kids might not like that, uh, but you certainly have to show what you know. I, I, or, I mean, I, I don't know, but to sort of preemptively be like, we need to stop this because, because it might change what we do in an unforeseen way. Um, boy, I, 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 I think that is not the way to approach much in life. That you That's just right. fear change.
0: And also it's free at this point. Right. So it's universally available to anyone, regardless of their income status. It's free. So it really unleashes uh, creativity across the board and not just for the fortunate few who get to be exposed to it. I think it it is
1: a it is a creative act. You're not you're not merely watching someone else's creative act which is so much i think what what kids do yeah we're doing something and and again i think even with kids like with TikTok, you know making a video is i'm i i, I like when people try to make videos and make creative videos rather than watch them and i think this is the same thing i again not to not not, not to focus purely on superheroes but i gave a prompt and i said what would be the economic policy of batman and the answer was pretty good, <laughs> you know, a kind of a libertarian Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, where when I did it for Superman, he was, he was much more pro welfare state. Uh, and I, I tell you, if I, I can imagine a kid doing that and then, you know, something like that and just kind of, again, going down a kind of rabbit hole and getting, yeah. again, I, I don't know, but I, I, I certainly think it's conceivable how this how this helps kids. It, it, it makes us more creative. It takes us in interesting directions. And, you know, again, from right out of the batter's box to be like, oh no, it's going to put, uh, or the image generator, it's going to put graphic artists out of work. Um, I don't know. Cause it, it seems to me that the people who are giving amazingly interesting prompts when I, because one thing about, if you've used, um, the image generator on mid journey via discord, you see everybody else's prompts and I'm like, wow, that must be like a professional artist illustrator doing that. Cause I would have never thought uh, to to do it like that versus my ridiculous, simplistic six words, show me a future city of the future or something while they're doing like really amazing
0: stuff. And that's, that's a job that that looks like that could be a job. And you could learn from that too. If you sat there and watched it long enough. Right? I do. do I have, I've picked up a lot. Do you have a similar like open optimistic attitude about cryptocurrencies? crypto uh
1: I, I I'm not a crypto Sorry to pivot guy. There, but <laughs> I'm not I'm not a crypto person uh, okay. I, I'll say i'll I'll say two things. one uh, i'm I'm loath to say like anything doesn't have a use case. Okay. um, I think again, uh the whether it's uh, these generative AIs or cryptocurrency i rely on people to innovate and try to come up with use cases and the crypto crypto that aren't necessarily dealing you know in the dark web i'm not going to say like it's 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 bad or just because some people speculate on it we'll see um i i, I certainly i certainly know there's a lot of venture capital going into this people yeah. looking for uh use cases uh so that's so i i, I want to see how things play out but one of the more ridiculous things i hear is well these things use a lot of computer po- computing power and they, they use too much energy. To me, that is not an indictment of a particular technology. It's an indictment of a society that we have to limit our creativity by the amount of energy, and that's a choice. Living yeah. in a society where energy is expensive and scarce and dirty is a societal choice. And a lot of what I write about is, encourage, is, is encouraging us to choose differently and have as few constraints as possible on human creativity
0: in in terms of energy creation or or well, uh,
1: broadly, but in in this case to say that we shouldn't do this technology, whether it's cryptocurrency or, or, uh, uh, you know, vertical farms in in urban areas uh, that we should, because it uses too much energy. Well, at some point you think like, maybe the problem is that we need to be better at generating lots of cheap clean energy. And why aren't we? Are, 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 aren't we because we haven't thought of a better way? Or aren't we because we chose society not to do that?
0: Yeah, I think you can go back to like Malthus, right? For people who did not include, like the human ability to solve problems <laughs> into the equation. No, I... it, it, it,
1: it, the people assume the status quo is That's right. that 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 is that is our reality. And we have to work off that base where clearly um status quo changes
0: here's my narrow uh my narrow issue in that area right now is that uh I think that I believe that all families should be able to choose where their kids go to a school from a right a range of options and what stops that lots of times policy-wise is school buses and we cannot think about how to get kids to the school where they want to go because of school buses and I'm like the yellow school bus with 75 or 80 kids is really yesterday's technology. And I believe that we're smart enough to figure this out because Uber Eats will bring me a sandwich. I think we can figure out how to get people to the places they need to be when they need to be there. Another thing that's kind of, uh, one thing that's kind of interesting that's come out of the pandemic, a lot of really cool stuff in education because we were forced to innovate and we innovated in lots of cool ways. And I hope we'd grab them and move them forward. But, you know, parents have decided that they don't want their kids Gone every day of the week or home at the day of the week. They want to mostly gone, but a little bit home, maybe a day or two is what most people say. And so, the, even even the environment in which we're trying to get people onto these buses has changed because people, you know, parents are like, I want more of a college type schedule with days on, days off in terms of school building. So, that is something where I'm like, we cannot let that be the tail wagging the dog, but it often is, right? Like the cost of energy. Yeah. Um, what would you like? Well, write- I-
1: well, I I I would say, and I'm sure you're very aware of this. The forces of the status quo are powerful. People, yes. you know, people inherently don't like change, especially change to how they, you know, spend their workday. Right. And uh, the prevailing system. And, and and to some degree that needs to be respected. You have to assume that okay, things at some point the way things are was deemed efficient so okay yeah. fine we'll start at some point this may have been a really smart way of doing things we shouldn't assume that everybody for us was a more before us was a moron and yeah. why couldn't they fit you know, but you know there was a there There was a reason like there's a reason why many, most of us get our health care through work there, that, 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 that 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 was that that was that was a result of world war ii and they couldn't give out pay raises so they gave yeah. out health care so there was a there was a reason that's fine but you know, the story doesn't end there, right? The story right. doesn't end there. We can't be, we can't be so beholden to the you, know, the, you know, and that, I mean, the, that that explains sort of why humanity didn't move forward for so long. Cause it used to be that societies thought the ancients were the smart ones. It was, it was Aristotle and Plato and we've been going just downhill since. We need to get back to that. Uh, and then it kind of started to change. We think, well, okay, they have some. They had something to tell us, but maybe they were wrong about things. Like Aristotle didn't know about like the new world. What you know? What else did What else did he get wrong? And we began thinking, hey. oh, you know, maybe we can actually do do things now to make the world better. Uh, but that, but that those forces of stasis are still so powerful, especially if people's incomes are based on things not changing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, and plus, so there's a coal lobby and a bus lobby and, you know, they, they work in DC and they work in Jefferson city. And, and that oftentimes is what, you know, how you get to where you are because you got folks pouring money into it, but, uh, you know, until, until we get comfortable with it. And, uh, I remembered a long, long time ago in the seventies, AT&T had the ability to make a, picture phone or a video phone and just sat on it because the belief was like people won't do it or people will feel like they have to be dressed with makeup on before they can be on a video like people will not use a video phone and obviously that's out the window you and i are on zoom right now and everyone's zooming all the time and facetiming all the time so i guess it kind of has to catch up sometimes but i just think it's funny when something comes out of the box and everyone was yeah, right. cool and it's spread around and it's like we're not putting it back in the box
1: no uh they don't so and usually they don't need to be put back in the box. Yeah. Uh, they, they we we just got to get better and figure out like how this can make you know our life more interesting and better. But and, and I think there's just and certainly there's a kind of person who who who's whose clock stopped when they're about eighteen to twenty five, yeah. mm-hmm. and they're like you know everything was everything was always better. Everything was better yeah. you know in the nineteen seven. That's a preference, all right. Yes. So maybe you have a particular preference. Uh, I don't necessarily want all of society to be ruled yes. by your preference, and maybe you know, maybe you like it when kids had no phones, and I, I and I'm old enough <laughs> that I that I went to school back in my day. <laughs> there were there were there were certainly kids, uh, you know, very very certainly no tel no television during the week. Sure. Uh, forget about phones, and uh, that's that that's fine if that's how. But don't, but I want the preference to live a different way.
0: Yeah. My husband and I joke about what his thing will be. And I think it will be that he will always want a car with a steering wheel. Yeah, and he right. was like, there's never a reason to have a car that doesn't have a steering wheel. I'm like, okay, but you know, you're not going to be able to take it on a road. I don't think you're going to always be able to continue to drive it. But I think that'll be the, 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 the sword that he throws down will be cars. That's with a good example. That's
1: that that? a good, exa- that is a good example. Cause I like, listen, I, I, I'm not, I, I, I don't necessarily like driving. I don't get a thrill out of it. I don't get, especially living in the DC area, spend a lot of time, you know, it, when I drive, just looking at someone's bumper. It is not, sure. I'm not rolling through Idaho or no. Wyoming. It's not, and I'd be, I would be very happy to be taking a nap uh, or something yeah. else. But I know there are certain a lot of people who view that as that's, you know, I, you know, I like the drive. I like the freedom. I don't want, I could be surveilled. Uh, yeah. It's a part of Americana. Um, and I think, and I, again, I, 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 I think that's fine, but I guess I'm not the person. That's the first thing I think of is boy, it's going to ruin my life.
0: I mean, that water. was a bumpy rollout though, right? That's still been a bit of a bumpy rollout. Right. And, and people was- also overestimate like how quickly yes. things
1: can happen. I mean, we don't have a million cars uh, on the road where everybody can take a nap, uh, right. you know, while, while they're driving and th- that's also you see, that's also the concern often you think with artificial intelligence and robots, yeah. especially people aren't technically minded. They assume that things can go so much faster than what they are. And often I get uh with people when I when I say hey, there's been this new breakthrough with with uh with computers, and robots are so like uh I thought we could almost already do that. People they watch movies so much and they assume <laughs> yeah, right. that we're just days away from doing that. It's actually very, very hard. Even yeah. like I said, even with Chat GPT, you know, uh, again, my biography was everywhere in the internet and they still can't figure yeah. out where I went to college. It's it's not there yet.
0: It does write computer code, which people have always said that's sort of our, that's sort of our, you know, drop off cliff once it starts writing code, because then it's just going to write code that we don't understand or whatever. And it does write computer code, but not in any big way. Maybe I'm being na- uh, naive and, and this is the beginning of the end, but I still think it's pretty cool. Right.
1: What well, I think is interesting is that the people who tend not to like uh these kinds of advances have a very easily come up with again with a dystopian scenario yeah. where people who understand the technology are enthusiastic, I don't think they tend to come up with utopian scenarios right I, like I'm not ex- you know I'm not expecting you know all problems solved um you know cancer solved tomorrow. Right. Uh, these things will be able to, uh, uh, you know, write a, uh, a Shakespeare where were the, uh, you know, sonnets. Yeah. I, I just want things to improve, right. um, a bit. And we, we improve a bit. We solve a problem. We solve two problems. Oh, that solution caused a problem. We took right. a step back. Now we take, that is how, that is sort of my sort of conservative kind of, of optimism. Whereas I think people again people who do who are skeptical of these technologies they very quickly go from here's a new technology to you know something that is a you know Hollywood CGI disaster yeah. very very yeah. quickly you know or you know mass una- I don't I don't know if you were I don't know if you recall it Susan but you know right before the pandemic there were there were so many like news stories about uh, technological unemployment, because I think of some of the advances in autonomous cars. And you remember Andrew Yang, yep. he ran for president. One of his, one of his big issues was, yep. uh, mass technological employment. We're going to have riots by truckers. Yep. Uh, we need to have a universal basic income. And he said that at the very time, unemployment before the pandemic was super, super low.
0: Right. So right. it's weird.
1: It's almost like the better things are, the more we worry that they're just about to collapse.
0: Yeah. Uh, enhanced research assistant, that's kind of the term I like, which is like, it helps you do, it it can help you do your job better, basically. That's kind of how I see it. That's how I imagine I would ever use, you know, I will use it going forward after I've had fun with it. And it's just going to sort of fall into place as a tool. Yeah, I
1: think, I think, I think with uh, sort of AI more broadly, people tend to focus on, again, job replacement, that kind of automation I think to me far more interesting and relevant long term is its ability as a research assistant. Yeah, Um, there's there's one theory that the reason by by several measures that growth and technological progress have been slower in recent decades is that it's just gotten harder. You know yeah. like the, you know you it's tough to make a big discovery like by yourself when you're 22 years old. You may yeah. need to, you may need a team of researchers and resources and to learn all that you need to know you may be 40 or 50. But if we can automate part of that and we can have uh AI making connections that maybe we couldn't even make. Yeah. Oh, maybe we end up finding going through old drugs and finding new uses or different combinations that would have taken five lifetimes to go through or new materials in combinations that would have taken forever to test. But now we can now we can simulate them. That kind of use of AI to me is by far the most exciting and right. really holds great promise not to just, you know, not to just automate away jobs, but actually create new things for us to do and new things to make our life better.
0: Yeah, I think it's awesome. And to be clear, I think I just said chat GBT. It's chat GPT. <laughs> um, very interesting, pretty new. I would encourage folks to go out and check it out. It's on the internet. And I appreciate uh I, I really appreciate your positive and optimistic point of view because I share it and I and I I I think it's like over next, what's next on the horizon? I think that's a, a cool way to think about it. So and oh, thanks for explaining it to
1: us. <laughs> Susan, thanks for having me on.